Welcome to Preston Super Show. Here we are, season five, episode 11. I was going to do this episode yesterday, but I thought, you know what? I just need to get, you know, some things in order. Had some things going on, busy day anyways. And then I had to get my Facebook shop set up on facebook.com slash cool states. And you can follow that page, like that page up, baby. But today is about the 1923 episode five Ghosts of Zabrina review. And then I'm going to bring you my XFL picks, which I'm doing weekly through the XFL season into the USFL season. And then football will be pausing until the NFL kicks off somewhere in August or September. But right now we have XFL. We have fun. And we have a lot of good shows to watch. And you'll be hearing a lot of different reviews from me. But since I've already done the four reviews for 1923, I said, you know what? Here comes number five, baby. Ghost of Sabrina. And I also have some news today we're going to talk about. Just a few articles I'm going to parse through. And that way you can hear what's really going on in the world. But I'm not going to go on a big diatribe about it. Episode 5, The Ghosts of Zabrina, has a lot to unpack in 1923. It's a really good show. The episode starts off Drury and Dim as the head of the Dutton Ranch is suffering from his gunshot wounds. Recovering painstakingly slow, Kara Dutton has to pull the family together for the coming winter. Jack Dutton has to pull himself together or risk losing his fiancée, Elizabeth. The shady businessman and his pal, the scraggler, sheep herder, Banner, are plotting day and night to drive out the Dutton fam from the Yellowstone Ranch, boy. Then you get that, you know, this whole thing we got to flip back to what's going on with the other part of the story. Tiana Rainwater has escaped the demented school with the Uh, malicious nuns for now finding help along the way but not before almost dying to a wild animal yes but she survives then we pan to spencer dutton let's go see what's going on on the island and his lady alexandra who have gotten word about the troubles on the home front tally on with some finesse spencer is able to seal himself a ride with a ragtag captain on a tugboat Back to the Americas. I love seeing not one, but two ghost ships. And then we see not only the captain die. I didn't really like that. It was sad. But possibly Spencer and Alexandra herself after the ghost ship ramrods them. Good thing Spencer radioed help beforehand, right? This episode was really long. It was over an hour. Honestly, some scenes, you know, they were too long. No, it was, no, it was too long. Overall, episode five, Ghost of Zabrina, was a thought-provoking episode. Left you feeling tense, touched, and amused at times. I rate it five out of five stars. That's what I give it this week. There you go. You can applaud it. Be right back after this.
reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. We're back and I'm ready to go into XFL. You know, it's a really windy day. Right here on the desktop, it says winter storm. I look outside, I'm like, mm, I don't believe it till I see it, right? I don't believe none of that. We'll let weather be weather. How about that? So, let's start with the first game tomorrow, 6 p.m. actually. So this is a really good podcast because... Well, every podcast is good, folks, but this one's really good for timing-wise because I'm fitting it in with a lot of time before the first game kicks off. And you'll get my UFC reel later today. I mean, it's still fairly early. So, the Seattle Sea Dragons take on the Vegas Vipers. Danucci, quarterback for the Sea Dragons, is leading right now in uh, passing yards. So... Something about the Seattle team is telling me they're desperate for a win right now. And Vegas looks so ugly and just out of place. And gave you the power rankings earlier this week. So I hope you've enjoyed that. When you caught that, when you got the chance, I appreciate it. Thank you. The Seattle Sea Dragons defense has gotten better. Um, No, I'm not a sports commentator, folks. I'm better than that. I'm the super show. I'm Preston Super Show host. Listen up when I'm speaking. The Seattle Sea Dragons. They're going to beat this Vegas Vipers team really good. And then Vegas is going to get better. But they're going to need they need one more kind of kick when they're down type of, you know, uh analogy. You know, no malice, no malice intended, but Look, the Seattle Sea Dragons, they're just going to they're going to really get get this team good. And uh the Vipers don't really have an answer. But I do think they'll uh, I'm going to give you my picks for the pick them on the app, the XFL app is pretty cool and um might as well try try your luck for free. Try to win some money. Try to bring home the bacon. Don't you need the bacon? Dragons are going to run it up, though. I'll give you my picks. There's a good pick in there for the Vipers to get over a couple sacks here. Uh, they'll do that because Danucci stands in the pocket a lot. He, he don't run until he gets gets hit a little bit. Battlehawks. Uh, St. Louis on the road here going up to D.C. against the defenders. Let me tell you what I like and don't like about this game. What I like about the St. Louis Battlehawks is that they finally found a way to string together some good series out there. But DC's like a surprise. And I think they're going to surprise again, win this game. Somehow pull it out. I don't know how. I can't tell you how. I'm not them. I, I just know that the, these two teams are 2-0. and And someone's got to lose. I believe. You know what I mean? So here, 
what are you going to do? Noon on Sunday, you get three games. You get a triple header, which is pretty cool. Um, It would have been nice for the Saturday game to be a little bit earlier, but that's neither here nor there. That's just my preference. Like 2 o'clock would have been good, 3 o'clock. But this is good for Sunday at noon. This is right. This is good timing. And the Battlehawks and the Defenders. Those are two teams that they're trying to build something. You could tell early on, like trying to get some momentum for when they have to play, you know, later down the road. And, you know, we get we get towards elimination time. I think it looks like uh, DC is poised to win that at home. I think they're going to protect the home field pretty good. Their defense stands up. Their defense has kind of been like this wall that's been respectable to watch. And St. Louis has a pretty good defense too, so I don't think it's a high-scoring game at all. Then we go to, uh, after DC wins that game, I believe, we have a 3 o'clock game uh, in Texas. Arlington Renegades are up against the Orlando Guardians. 0-2 0-2 Guardians against the 1-1 one one Renegades, folks. That is... They're trying to put that early in the morning at like 7.26 a.m. So I don't know how that's really going to work or, or how they're going to do that or whatever. But the way that game looks like to me, no matter what time it is, it still feels like Orlando's going to be at the disadvantage. They got to travel. They're not together uh at times it looks like they're how do you put it here with this team okay it looks like their receivers can catch the ball but the quarterback can't get it to them and i don't know what this what the uh, solution to that is immediately besides replace the quarterback but the receivers look like they're ready to do something the defense looks like they're pretty well out of it though i will say that the running game is there I mean, they have one of the better running backs in the XFL. So, there's that. Uh, So, it's not the offensive line's fault. It can't be if they have one of the better running backs. So, I like the Arlington Renegades there to kind of just like get on track and get to 2-1. and one, Let the Guardians fall to 0-3 and, and let them figure it out. It'll work itself out. It's a new league. Fairly new, you know what I mean? This is all new. You know, it's all been changed up. Rules are even adjusted. So now we have the Brahmas take uh, the San Antonio Brahmas one and one taking on the Houston Roughnecks two and zero. Houston's at home. Um, they haven't showed any sign of letting up. They look pretty w- well ready to go, and I think they'd come out and dominate in this game. I think they look really good here. I think this is a nice spot for Silvers, their quarterback. And I think they're going to toss the ball around pretty easily against the Brahmas. And I think they're going to have success running the ball. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks for the XFL Pick'em on their app. The XFL app that you can download in the Play Store or the Apple Store. Now there's eight things you have to pick. So to start it off... Seattle quarterback Ben DiNucci over or under 225 and a half passing yards. Remember I said earlier he's leading 
the XFL in passing yards. So I went over. Then you have to select how much you would bet. Figuratively speaking, it's not your money. It's in-game money. You have a chance to win real money. Vegas records over or under one and a half sacks against Seattle. I say over. Remember, I talked about that a little bit earlier. St. Louis wide receiver Austin Prohl over or under three and a half receptions. You know what? They were toying with this like last week or the week before. I'm not playing that game. I'm going under. DC defenders rushes for over under 110 and a half yards. Um, I say under. They, they're going to have a little bit of a tough time running the ball. Their running back hasn't really gotten going. Um, I think they're surprised about that, to be honest with you. Arlington, tight end, Sal Canella, over or under four and a half catches? Folks, I say uh, this is an under spot. The tight end, over five catches? No, I don't think so. This isn't like Travis Kelsey type, type stuff here. Orlando running back J. Main Martin, over or under 40 and a half rushing yards? I said over. Um, he's gotten going. The offensive line's pretty good. Quarterbacks Jack Cohn and Brandon Silvers, over or under three and a half touchdowns? I said over. Jack Cohn, really good right now. And uh, the Brahmas are going to get at least one. And Brandon Silvers will get the others. He'll get the rest of it. He'll clean up with three touchdowns. No problem. Houston will do that um, against San Antonio. So it's pretty much just a battle of those two. And then you have the San Antonio running back, Kalen Balage, over or under 50 and a half rushing yards. I said under against Houston. It's going to be tough for him. That's, that's tough. That's really tough. So those are my eight picks for the XFL Pick'em. And I'm going to even toss out my parlay that you get to put together to get some bonus points to get higher up on the leaderboard. Maybe you miss one and this covers that and it gives you the advantage. And this is why you do the parlay. Seattle QB Ben DiNucci over or under 225.5 uh, passing yards. Over. Vegas records over 1.5 sacks against Seattle. Over. Quarterbacks Jack Cohn and Brandon Silvers over. Or under three and a half touchdowns. I said over. And those are my three picks. Which would be plus 700. So seven to one chance. That's as good as it it gets in my opinion. Because uh, they automatically put all eight for you. So you have your eight selections. And then they parlay them all. I just like to have my eight selections. All separate. And then parlay the ones. the, The best ones I think will land. And those are the three. That have the best chance in my opinion. But I've been more, I'm more confident in these picks than I am in any of the other picks. First week is just all based on theory. Second, second week is based on a small sample. Third week based on a, a better sample in a small league. So I feel confident in these picks right here, folks. And when I come back, got a little news to share with you. We're going to talk about a few headlines. I'm going to breeze through it. Be right back. This is from rumraiders.com. Kraken 
which is, I've had Kraken before, I can speak on it, is actually pretty good liquor. And they're um, debuting the Black Cherry and Madagascar Vanilla Spiced Rum. But there's a catch, right? It's only available in the UK. So I know there's people out there that could try to get it. I don't know if you can get it. How do you get it here in the US? I don't know. But they said there is a new flavor coming to the US market uh, on their website. Uh, so thank you, Jessica Gleeman. You did a good job there writing that piece. Canada has an alcohol tax coming next month. And I thought this was a beautiful segue into this article that I came across by Rum Raiders. Jessica Gleeman, who's just on top of things right now on this scene, on the beverage scene. Which who doesn't like a good, tasty beverage? And Trudeau's really on a roll. I mean, come on now. They're coming in with a 6.3% alcohol tax. The largest in 40 years. And some are calling it the highest increase ever. And folks, this is an economy that's just coming out of the pandemic woes. And this is not a good sign. Groups are out in full force trying to get this stopped but 6.3 percent alcohol tax in canada set to take place in april ouch what a stinger boy this was a really cool article i stumbled upon where mcdonald's is going to start selling Krispy cream donuts as a test run in this state only what a lucky place to be in kentucky right now Thanks, Joe Hitty, for this article. And, uh, you know, what do you what do you say, folks? Do you want Krispy Kreme with your McChicken? Could you combo that? I know it's like a it's like a you know what I mean? It's like two sins, but oh, no, you might want that. You might want to see if they can run some combos here. Can I get a Krispy Kreme with my? McMuffin. I need that Krispy Kreme donut, boy. But now you can have the whole shebang when you pull up in that drive-thru. Yeah, I need Krispy Kreme donut. Throw in the McMuffin. Throw in the coffee. I'm rolling out. Now, I like a chocolate iced with sprinkles or chocolate cream filled donut. That'll be That'll be nice. Not every day. No. I don't even want a donut every day. But I mean, no. If I was going to have a donut, that's it's pretty good for me. That 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 will do it, Krispy Kreme. Good job. And if it doesn't work in Kentucky, it's just not going to work anywhere, is it now? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, now, this is what you really want to hear. Last bit of news I wanted to brief you on. Something I stumbled upon today, uh, just a little bit earlier before I started the podcast, was Monster Energy releases Beast Unleashed alcoholic beverages, but experts are concerned. Wag the finger. Thanks, Pedro Wolf, for this story out of Tequila Raiders. Appreciate you. Everybody likes some tequila. 
The Rock has a tequila too, right? The XFL. One of the XFL owners, The Rock, has his own little tequila there. Come on now. And Monster Energy dipping their hand, dipping their toe into the alcohol business with some hard live wire, um, zero sugar, Baja Blast, watermelon. It's all zero sugar. Um, they got your regular, though. The regular Mountain Dew. I would try that one first. But I do like the live wire one. That one would be good. Um, you get a 24-ounce can. Uh, it's 5% alcohol by volume. But it is, um, you know, kind of like uh, advertised uh, as 6% ABV. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. It looks pretty good. Um, I like the can. I like the design. No, no doubt there. Uh, that's worth a try. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Preston's Super Show today. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. I'll have my NASCAR pick for you tomorrow UFC real later today don't worry I'm popping in tomorrow gonna give you that pick for the big winner of the race in my uh, Fox Super 6 picks boy Palms 37 4